takes me where I want to go. Where will it send me? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hi. Hey, uh, we got Pat here, and we're trying something for the first time. So far, it's been not fantastic. <laughs> It doesn't help that my uh, that my phone didn't work, but I can see Pat on my phone. I'm skyping him via my phone, and he's waving. Pat's a happy man. He just saw two Guns N' Roses concerts. Two. It was fucking rad, man. Yeah, it sounds insane. Um, so now you've seen them three times in the last year. Yep. So what? Give me your ranking of the top three, how they went in order, and tell me a little bit about each one. Uh, you know, everyone keeps asking me that, believe it or not. Like, I'm, like, the biggest fan ever, you know? Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, which one was better? Which one was this? You know, honestly, they're all special because the first time it's going to be hard to beat that feeling of finally seeing them live. Yeah. Just being in, like, shock and, you know, feeling so much just, like, joy that you never thought you would feel. So that was, like, what the first show is to me. Uh, the past show, July 1st, on Friday, that was the biggest concert I've ever been to. It was really? over 60,000 people. That's insane. field, and I went with, you know, just like a group of people, and it, it was a lot of fun there, too. We had okay seats. They weren't the best. Um, it would be like in the end zone, so the stage is on the field. Yeah. So in the end zone. Like the, that first like section of seats. That's okay. where we were sitting. Money yeah. truck, baby. And then, so that was great. And then yesterday, July third, yep. I was in the pit. There was literally only one person in front of me. And wow. It was, it was a girl, and she was really short. So That's literally awesome. everything was like, <laughs> clear in my sight. And so, I think like the show in Las Vegas was like. The first time jitters. The second show yeah. was just, wow, this is like a really big thing. Yeah. And then the third show was like, yeah, I'm never going to have a better concert experience. Yes, yes, that. yes, yes. Favorite band, been wanting to see for, you know, X amount yeah. of years, that close and loud. And it, yeah, it, it was really great, man. So did they do the same set list? That's the thing. They did the exact same show <laughs> uh, Friday and Sunday with, um, there was one song that they changed, but it was like, Part of their show is they introduce band members, and so the yeah. bass player, um, he sings a song, okay? He okay. sings, like, a punk cover. Yeah. And so the, that was the only song they changed was the song that the bass player sings. Got it, got it, got it. Everything else was the exact same, and that was, like, you know, as each song kept happening in the same order, you were like, kind of got the hint. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. it, was still, it was still a different experience to yeah. see them up close versus just seeing them. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. so it's good that you ended on that one then. If you ended the one with like, if you would have started off with you in the pit, then everyone, anything else would have been a little bit of regression. 
Yeah, I I agree with you on that. But I, I'm like kind of upset it's over. I don't really know if anything's gonna be better than that. I don't think I'm ever gonna probably see them again, to be honest with yeah. you. So I, I don't know what to do, like do yeah. with myself now. I don't know what, what like the big thing like could you imagine if that actually happened? I don't yeah. know what the next version of that's gonna be. So it was an interesting choice to have OK Go open for them. That was when an interesting that? What's that? When is that? No, no, uh, for this concert you just saw, OK Go opened for uh, Guns N' Roses, right? Allison Chains opened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Could you imagine if it was OK Go, though, and they had all the treadmills up on the stage? That would, yeah, I, I can't really imagine that. Never really thought about that, Jared. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but, OK, so, Pat, my only problem is you sound a little bit like a, a parent talking about how they love all three of their kids the exact same. That's yeah. my daughters. You take that off. I couldn't pick one if you were asking me. I really yeah. couldn't. So you actually but if believe? I had to pick one, yeah. it would be between the first show and the show yesterday. Do you think that's how it is with parents? Do you think they they have to have their favorite, right? <laughs> I think they all secretly do. <laughs> One's got to be easier than the other. I prefer, yeah. A lot of it's probably just ease of raising them. Um, you know, so I'm sure I'm the favorite of my parents. Just you know, it goes without saying. But. Um, Jared. Yeah, whatever. So, how was Allison Chains? So they did um, a different show from Las Vegas on Friday, and okay. then they did a different show than the Friday show on Sunday. So they mixed it up a lot. It oh, was really okay, good. that's good. Yeah, yeah, they sounded they sounded pretty good. They sounded pretty much the same yeah. all three shows. But yeah, yeah, it was cool to see them too. The closest they're coming this summer is Cadet, Wisconsin. It's Never like heard as of it. far north as Minneapolis, so I don't okay. think I'll be seeing them again this no, year. No, not so much. Um, and then, uh, who opened for them in Las Vegas? Was it just them? It was Allison Chains. Oh, okay. So it was the same. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Was it was the same acts, all three shows. But this time, Axl Rose was not sitting down, correct? He was moving around? He looked a lot um, fatter standing <laughs> up, to be honest. <laughs> a lot less in shape. Oh, yeah. yeah, which is weird because when he was sitting down, you think he'd be the polar opposite. But I don't know. Maybe it was the costumes he was wearing. Yeah, I don't know. He he definitely is not as thin as I thought he was in Las Vegas. Seeing him up close. Yeah, everything's a little different in Vegas. You know what happens in Vegas? They say that. Las Vegas, Jared. They lost. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I know I forgot about your your issue with uh, just saying Vegas. I'm sorry about that. So, Pat, uh, glad to hear you enjoyed it. Uh, what else have you been doing for your 4th of July? You had a baseball game today. I did. Uh, team won. It wasn't that long of a game. I was just so tired from these concerts this yeah, weekend. Sure. It was yeah, – okay, so this is weird for me. Is it the same for you? This is the first year on the 4th of July. I'm not really doing anything at all. Um, I'm doing less because yesterday I went to Arlington Racetrack and I saw the horses and they had a big fireworks show yesterday. So it was like I've already seen the fireworks. Yeah, I don't want to overdo it, you know? It's weird, like, having to get up for work in the morning on the on July 5th. I've never had to do that before. It is, a, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this been is a, on a weekend the past couple of years, yeah. and then before that, I never really had a full We didn't have job. a job, yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely, definitely a different experience with 4th of July. But it's nice having uh, today be a holiday, but I guess you still had to work. So, yeah. <laughs> not it, a complete... It was nice if it was, like, a half day or, like, a yeah. late or something yeah but it's just a just another day man just another day in the life of pat yeah, yeah. exactly 
Exactly. So yesterday at the um, at Arlington Racetrack, I love their fireworks, but we had to sit. It was so crowded there that when we watched the fireworks, we had to sit like in the aisle, like just on the concrete steps going up near the where the benches are. And uh, this is the horse track for those that don't know. Anyway, we're watching the thing, and at first they told us we could sit on our coolers, but we couldn't like put out any chairs in the aisle, which is like, all right, that makes sense, you know. And then we had our blankets, we were sitting on that kind of stuff. Then somehow, like as the fireworks show progressed. We could sit on less and less things. So at one point, they told us to move the coolers. Then they told us to move the blankets we were sitting on. So then we were just sitting on, like, the dirty concrete. And then the, the final straw, this is what really got me. Um, I was sitting on one of those drawstring bags. Um, and that stutter was on purpose. So I was sitting on the drawstring bag, and this lady comes up to me. She says, "Can you? Uh, you're not allowed to sit on anything because it's a tripping hazard. So then I lift up my butt. And I put the bag, instead of me sitting on it, now it's underneath my knees. And she says, thank you. So <laughs> it scooted forward like five inches, and she was happy with that. But it was the exact same result, except for I wasn't technically sitting on it. So now my butt was getting dirty on my khaki shorts, and uh, she was happy. So I don't really know what that was. People are the best. The people are the best. Um, but it was a good time. Uh, you know, racetrack is only fun, Arlington racetrack. Didn't win any money, lost a couple dollars, but uh, did some of that. Did some shooting. I've seen yeah. on Snapchat you yeah. were doing some shooting. Yeah, shooting some uh, clay pigeons, some, some uh, sporting clays. Uh, did all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been good, man. You know what I noticed, though? Did you do uh, Yeah, did you, did you do a parade this year? I did not. So how weird is just, like, the waving aspect? Of being in uh or like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, why are you waiting? Like, these people go back and buy in floats, and it's like some real litter in an SUV, right? There's Fourth of July parades. Oh, there's tons of Fourth of July parades. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> oh my god, that's a it's a well known thing. Back go to Morn Grove, Morn Grove, uh, Illinois, Fourth of July parade. I'm there every year. But okay, let's just say parades in general. Let's forget it. Let's say it's a you know what is a parade you like, Pat? A St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. A Super Bowl parade for the There Bears. we go. Okay, well, that's a little different. You're waving to players. But a lot of times these parades are just like you basically you put some money in and you basically get a free advertisement. Oh, wait, so you can only wave at them because they're players? Well, what I'm saying is that you have a more relation to wave to them. But it's like it's weird what it's like. Somebody's just going down a, in a street in like a 2008 Jeep Cherokee. And it's like a car they'd normally be driving except for they have a big sticker on the side that says, you know, whatever, realtor. And then they're sitting out of their back window and they're waving to you, and just because it's a parade and they're going much smaller, you're, you know, slower, you're supposed to wave back. But it's not like. Well, what would make you happy, Jared? What else are they supposed to do? I don't know. It's just kind of an awkward encounter because I'm sitting there and it's like some, you know, forty-five-year-old man that's just sitting. I'm sitting down on the sidewalk, and he's driving past very slowly. In any other circumstance, this would be like a really creepy thing. A weird, you know, a middle-aged guy is driving by slowly waving to me and i'm supposed to react to that you know and then they throw candy at you i'm, I'm never upset about that but like just the waving to like <laughs> i don't know to me they had to do a little something jesse white tumblers for those who don't know jesse white tumblers they're fantastic Have you seen the jesse white tumblers pat no those are uh jesse white who was uh what was he secretary of state or something for illinois for a long time he has this group of um inner city kids that do like just in the middle of the road, they go jump on this trampoline and they do crazy flips onto just like a little like 
small gymnastics mat that they roll out, like super thin, you know, maybe like four inches of foam. And they, but they jump super high in the air and do like little rolls onto this mat. It's super impressive. But those guys, like, I want to wave to those guys, you know, clap for those guys. But a lot of times these other people are like, you know, some towing company and I'm supposed to wave to the guy in the back of the, in the towing truck. It just seems kind of, I don't know, forced. Yeah. Well, I, it's a, the whole candy throwing thing's kind of weird. I kind of had to stop and think about it. Did you ever play Little League Baseball? No. Okay, well, there's like a parade in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, at least there was for the teams I played for. I think that's a common thing, though, a Little League parade. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I never understood why Why are we throwing candy. I, even when I was a kid, I was like, why are we throwing this? Yeah, no, that's a valid point. Like, valid who point. are we throwing it at? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, other than The Rock, who hasn't eaten candy other than when he was on Jimmy Fallon's show since 1989, you know, most people enjoy candy. That's okay. Yeah. Depends what, depends what kind of candy. That's a good point, though. That's a good As we've talked about, you know, certain classes of people would like certain candies better. Yes. Yeah. So one of the musicians that was, uh, they played a few of his songs yesterday at Arlington was Pitbull. And really? they played like three of his songs. And I realized a couple things about Pitbull. One, Mr. 305, Jared. Mr. Worldwide, yeah. <laughs> so here's a couple of things I realized. If somebody is a huge Pitbull fan, like if their favorite artist is Pitbull, I don't even know what how I would react to that. <laughs> it just seems so ridiculous to me. It's funny you say that because I've I had to do some part-time jobs in my day, yeah. and it was just like it was mindless work. Yes, you know. Yeah. So like almost as a joke, we would always put Pitbull on and blast loud. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the other thing I realized you could do like a uh, so sometimes in politics they'll get like their speeches and they'll see how many times like certain words come up and like you know they'll do like Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton and they'll say like oh he says uh, you know immigrant this many times in a speech is this many times you could do like cross-reference all of Pitbull's lyrics and all the songs and there would be like a 90% match between every single one of his songs and the lyrics they are all the exact same words just in a different like phrase you know at a different like <laughs> this word goes at the beginning of the sentence instead of the end now yeah I, I know what you mean there's a lot of dolly whatever that means <laughs> Miami international Miami. 305 worldwide <laughs> yeah exactly all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's just my little pit bull rant. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, here's another thing I noticed. By a lot of people taking pictures the other day at uh, Arlington. Yeah. So, one of my favorite things, and, and what this has done, and when they're taking pictures, they're taking selfies, right? Everybody's doing selfies now. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the things that you don't see anymore now. Hey, can you take a picture of me and my family? Right. Yeah. And yeah, the problem that as much. it's all about like, or they'll, they'll take a selfie as a family. Exactly. Exactly. I've seen that too. Yeah. So my problem with that is that I always liked when people asked me, you know, can you take a picture of me and my family? Because what I would always do is I would, as they were like getting ready and I had the camera in my hand, the cell phone, I would always flip the, the camera around real fast and take a picture of myself, like just pressing the button, not actually physically turning the phone around and take like a few pictures of myself. Then I, I would do this to random people's phones all the time. Then I flip it back and I take it, all the pictures they want. You know, then later they're flipping through their phone and they see a picture of me. A couple of times it happened where the people started looking at the pictures right away and they get all the way over to the point where it's a picture of me. And they're like, <laughs> then they show me the camera. I'm like, yep, sorry. 
<laughs> are you smiling in these pictures? Oh, yeah. I'll always do stuff. Yeah, usually smile. Not like a uh, Bad Piece 33 pick. Usually a smile. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't follow him, Jerry. Yeah, you should. You can follow Bad Piece 33, Pat's uh, doppelganger. And also follow Pat at Pat Callahan 44. Give it a whirl, man. Give it a whirl. So, um, <laughs> when I was driving... <laughs> When I was driving uh, the other day, I saw a bike, and it was red. It was a red mountain bike, but you could see red spray paint, like, all over the tires and all over, like, the gears and stuff. Nothing screams a stolen bike more than when you see, like, just an all-red bike with no, you know, no sort of name brand on it, and then just red paint on, like, the chain and red paint on the gears. Stolen. Stolen, yeah. So, uh, just a little... A little masking tape for those uh, bike thefts out there. A little masking tape would do wonders. Is it really worth stealing if you have to put all that work into it? I don't think so. I don't. I really don't think so. Um, yeah, it's like I don't know. Bikes just aren't that much anyway. You can. Get, I feel like on Craigslist you can get a pretty cheap bike. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that you should just skip out on the whole, uh, you know, stealing the bikes. I just go ahead and steal. Don't steal anything. So. Pat, we got, we're going to go into emails, or the show's going to be a little shorter because i got some uh, packing and stuff to do. Oh, you got more important stuff going on? i got more important stuff. No, I'm, I'm leaving for my trip, you know, and I, I lied Where to the going, listeners. Jared? Tell the listeners. I'm going to Antigua to visit my friend Daniel. Antigua. Um, Antigua. It's in the hot, Caribbean. Hot, hot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, my friend's in the medical school there, so I'm going to go visit him. Anyway, so we're going to go to some emails here. So... It's from Michael Thomas James. You can email the show, chubstepperspodcast at gmail.com. It says, hey, Chubsteppers, I recently went to L.A. and had a very good burger that was suggested to me by Chubstep's very own Jared. That's me. Shout out to Slater's 5050. That is the name of the burger place. Anybody goes to L.A. area, Slater's 5050, half ground beef, half ground bacon is their signature burger. Phenomenal. This is what he says. Have either of you ever suggested something to someone or given advice to someone and had that suggestion slash advice totally backfire or yield a negative result for that person. Let's hear some failures. Speaking of hearing failures, tune in every other Wednesday for The Real Boys on iTunes. Full of 50% <laughs> bacon and 50% love, MTJ. <laughs> nice little plug there. So, Pat, what are some ones you've – any of these? Nothing's really coming to me right now. I'm trying to think. But okay. That, it's a situation I could see – happening i just yeah it's not coming to me right well, now here so here's one that i'll just I, I feel like a lot of times that i it's not that there's been huge negative like backlash or anything but i feel like a lot of times i recommend something to someone it just is never as good as like it's always like the worst of here's here's my most recent example i can just think of so me and nick russo shout out to nick russo me and him went to a uh comedy went to so to a comedy couple com, comedy club that is the word I'm looking for one time. This was uh, a couple months ago, maybe a year ago at this point. Anyway, uh, he had never been to a comedy club before, and I said, oh, I love Zanies. Every time I go, it's pretty solid. So we go to Zanies, and I might have told this story on the podcast in the past, but, uh, you know, and which is legit. Like, Zanies is a local comedy club here. I, I always enjoy it. So we go there, and the guy that opens, like the MC, he's on for like 10 minutes. He's pretty decent. Then the opener was these two girls, and it was – horrible they were like it was like no there was no laughs in the entire thing then the, then the headliner the main guy was like really just subpar the entire thing was him about about him being a dad and he even did something and he said how many people in here are under 30 and like everybody was clapping and uh so should have known by then his audience is not people that are married 
you know, or, you know, maybe, maybe a lot of, maybe some of them are married, but not like married with a bunch of kids. And like all of his jokes were about being married with kids and his divorce and all this stuff. And it was like, you can't, I don't know. It was, it was definitely the worst time I've ever had at a comp, like worst, worst performance ever at a comedy club I've seen. And it was the time that I'm like, oh, you got to go. I'll bring you there. It's your first time. And it was, you know, not that great. It was not funny. It, it was, was like, not that funny. It was fun like, being with Nick, you know, shout out to Nick, but yeah, it was not exactly. So it was just underwhelming. Uh, th- I mean, other than that, like, yeah, just get recommending movies to people that they didn't like, but that's a little different. But like, this was yeah. like every, oh, you know, you got to watch this. You got to watch this show, and then the show comes up, and there's some new episode, and it's like the worst episode of the show. That kind of stuff happens all the time to me, I feel like. You know what? I can't think of a particular instance where I gave someone some advice and it totally backfired, but I can think of two specific instances where I gave some people some, like, knowledgeable advice, and they just didn't take it and did something completely different. You know what happens? People do that to me. Whenever they're going to Milwaukee, yeah, they like ask me where they should go, <laughs> yeah, or what they should do, and they never, and you do. know, what they they always, and it's always after they've been there only once or twice, yeah, yeah. So then they're like, no, no, I'm gonna go to that place we went to the first time, you yeah. know, and then they take all their friends and they yeah. act like they own the fucking city or something. Yeah. But you, know? you own the city, Pat. You own the city. I don't own the city, but I did live there for four years. Yeah. No, you know a thing or two. The person who went there one time, you know. Oh, I know. You don't have to tell me, Pat. You don't have to tell me. Um, how about a Brendan Fraser movie review? About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. <laughs> Got you there. Shocked you. It's like I almost forgot it was happening. I know. So, this movie, Pat, 1994. You were a young lad. And Brendan Fraser was top of his game with the movie With Honors, 1994. He was top of his game in 19... Well, I know. This is, okay, sorry. This is his progression up to the top. You know, this is his rise, his rise to stardom here in 1994. This is uh, a 103-minute comedy drama directed by Mr. Alex Keshishian. Are those called drumcoms? Could be dramcom. I give you that dramcom. Yeah, I like that. It's, um, it's the same thing as dramcom. It is. A, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So, there's not really a lot. There's a minimal love story in this. So anyway, this guy that directed it has not directed really anything big of note other than this. But uh, this is star. So this is starring Mr. Brendan Fraser, and he plays Monty. That's his character's name. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is playing Simon Wilder, and Patrick Dempsey is also in this as Everett Calloway. So the whole story here is that Brendan Fraser, Patrick Dempsey, and then two other people, um, Josh Hamilton and Maria Kelly, they both are, all four of them are roommates in, at Harvard. And Brendan Fraser is lo- working on like his thesis, his big paper that he's got to get done. He wants to be, you know, just in business basically. So Joe Pesci is a homeless man that lives in the basement of the law library there. It may, or maybe just a library, maybe just the student library there. 
Brendan Fraser drops his thesis into the, like somehow through some sort of storm drain that leads to the basement of the, you know, of the library. Joe Pesci picks this up and then to get his paper back, to get Brendan Fraser's paper back, um, he has to do a certain task for Joe Pesci. Like Joe Pesci will say, you know, Joe Pesci's homeless, so he'll do anything, you know, to get like so, you know, some food or a place to stay or any of that kind of stuff. So homeless guy again. Joe Pesci's been a homeless guy before. Wasn't he in Home Alone? Was he homeless in Home Alone, or was he just he was just a crook? He I don't know like if he was. He did. You're right. He was not very clean cut, and he was. You're right. Yeah, he's a little. No, it's two different things. It's a little right? different. It's a little different, but I definitely oh. similar tone. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, then, so yeah, Brendan Fraser has to do certain things, and then he'll get like a paper, like you know, oh, I'll give you this page, and then I'll give you that page, and until you know, that's the whole storyline of this. Um, this is actually a pretty good movie. Uh, very watchable. You know, it holds up well. Um, Joe Pesci's a little bit over the top. Like, his character's a little bit ridiculous, but I feel like that kind of makes sense for somebody who's, you know, homeless trying to live with a bunch of Harvard people. Um, and it's, yeah, it's an interesting, it's got a little, you know, kind of twist at the end. There's a little love story. Uh, I would give this a Brendan Fraser. I'd give this a top-tier Brendan Fraser movie. 1994. That's the first one in a while. With honors. I know. So I thought I'd throw that on there. So, you know, good good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. How about some Tanzanian news, Pat? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Just keep rolling, huh? Yeah, why not? So laid-off engineers put their skills to work for Tanzania. This is from Calgary Herald, everybody's favorite uh, Calgary news source in Canada. So, yeah. Well, yeah. How is this, how is this <laughs> Tanzanian news from Canada? This is Canada news. These guys, so there's these two uh, engineers in Calgary that are Tanzanian. And they have been going back to Tanzania and helping them dig or make a water mill. Because right now people in Tanzania are having, a lot of times, this isn't all the time obviously, but a lot of times if they want water, they'll have to dig some well that's up to 90 meters deep. Which nobody knows what that conversion is from meters to, you know, the standard system. But that's got to be like a couple thousand feet, right? So anyway, uh, this guy is creating these these windmills that will like just get the water themselves without these guys having to dig these super, these big wells. And these guys are from Canada, but originally from Tanzania. You know what they're thinking about? Promiscuous sex. What are your thoughts, Pat? Is that a question? Yeah, that was a question. Tell me yours first. Um, my thoughts are, uh, it kind of reminds me of like when you see the, uh, the football guys that like come from the bad area and then they, get the big contract and then they come back to their, you know, if they were from like a bad area initially, they come back and they start like a, you know, young boys, you know, workout area. I don't know. (laughs) That reminds me of just kind of like, you know, you get out of the, you get out of the hood and then you're, and then you give the money back. You give, you give back to the community. 
you know? What's that? How does that actually contribute to the community when they do that? When they're when they're like when they'll build like a boys place, right? Um, well, it's, it gives them a safe place to. They always say it gives them a safe place to go and keeps them off the streets. That's what their argument would be. You don't agree with that? I just want. I didn't say I disagreed, Jared. <laughs> I just wanted your input. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. Okay, Pat. Uh, what else? What did you have? Other than. I mean, did you have any topics you want to talk about? I would say Facebook reactions. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's hear it. I just gave you one right now, by the way. What What was that reaction? I gave you a wow. <laughs> what are your thoughts of the reactions? I actually really like them a lot, and I'm sort of stepping away from hitting the like button. And now just all reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually you're not a... You're not a proponent of, uh, you know, social media, like improve, you know, social media things like that. Well, I feel like this allows you to be a little more honest and clear now. Mm-hmm. A little more sarcasm coming out with that opposed to a like. Well, no, there would be like, you know, like, oh, our pet is not doing well. Please send prayers. And then people like it. And it's like, do you like that it's not doing well? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I. That's one of the hardest things. It's like when you see a death or something on Facebook, you can't really like it. It's like, what do you you you're like, you you. I, yeah, that's a complicated thing. The like is too is too you know standard of a uh, of a response. You get too one sided. Right. Yeah, but I would uh, say the only sarcasm I use out of it is I use the angry reaction a lot. Yeah, and I'm not really angry at all. Yeah. Use it like sarcasm a lot. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, so posted a picture of like Jeff Goldblum. Just posted a picture yeah. of it. Is I, it? I put the angry, the angry reaction. <laughs> I'm not really angry. Well, you see, but when you're saying you get angry at Jeff Goldblum, that basically means that if once I'm done with the Brendan Fraser movies, I basically can't go to Jeff Goldblum because you would not appreciate any of those. I'm not saying that. Okay. Well, it's words in my mouth. Well, you Pat, you know what? You were you were just saying you had an angry reaction towards Jeff Goldblum. What am I supposed to assume there? I said I sarcastically put. Oh, sarcastically. Reaction. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll give you that, Pat. I'll give you that. Um, so, uh, what else has been going on, Pat? Anything else you want to? Uh, I saw hear? a guy walking with headphones on the Fourth of July. Walking where? Exactly. This is like the worst day ever to go for a walk. Oh, he was just walking around, and you're saying maybe he was just blasting uh, Star Spangled Banner or something through his headphones. I seriously doubt it. Or maybe Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. That's not a very patriotic song. Yeah, it is. Party in the USA. What's wrong with that? And the Jay Z song was on. Yeah, and the Jay Z. You're right, Jay Z. You're right. You throw that in. He's known for being a communist. So. Uh, for all you know, he was he was blasting patriotic music, and I would say there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I this is the worst day ever to go for a drive, a walk, a run. Why is that? Jog. It's the worst day because there's fireworks. There's, I I can't tell you. There have been years where I've had to come home at night yeah. from a baseball game, and yeah. people have shot fireworks at my car. <laughs> so your reason you're worried about walking around is because people are just shoot fireworks at you. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to get out of Oakland, Pat. Yeah. 
It wouldn't even take place in Oakland. But still, in Oakland, there's people in the middle of the street. They're blowing off in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. I I uh... I have some neighbors, Jared. They yeah. blew off a re- I don't know what it was, an M80, whatever. But it was really loud. Like, it shook my house. Yeah. They did it about 10 feet from my car. Oh, man. Part of the street. Stay inside, guys. Stay inside. This is your warning. But by the time uh, you hear this, it'll already be over. So <laughs> those listeners are already gone, Pat. You know, RIP. RIP. And RIP Kimbo Slice. Shout out to him last time. But, uh, Pat, I think that's where I got to wrap up the show. Okay. But I feel like this Skype thing worked out pretty well. What are you saying? You don't want to make you don't want to make the trip out to Oklahoma anymore? No, 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 no. I'm just saying this is a better – I think this is a better hey, – if it works better for you, that's fine. No, no, just no. Say... No, no, I'm fine going out to Oklahoma. I'm just saying if we had to do instead of phone ones in the future, the Skype works. People like this because they know I can see you, and then they just know that, like, I'm looking in your eyes the whole time. Okay. <laughs> you're... I don't know if it's just my internet connection, but your voice kind of broke up a little bit. No, it, it didn't. Well, it's not going to break up because. A couple times. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever, Pat. They don't care about that. Okay. You know, that's how they know it's honest. But Pat, I, trip. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, everybody follow Pat on uh, Instagram, badpiece33, and also Pat Callahan44, and follow him on Twitter, the real How Pat, the real Pat Callahan. Story for like two hours on your trip. <laughs> it's probably long. Uh, follow him at the real Mr. Butter on Twitter at Mr. Pat Cal. What is your what is your Twitter handle, Pat? Not the real Mr. Butter. <laughs> yeah, what is your what is your what is your Twitter handle? It's it's hard to explain. Okay, that's good. All right, just follow. Hard, hard to explain because there's a bunch of capitalizations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Okay, that's great. Then don't follow Pat on Twitter, but follow him on Instagram. All right, uh, thanks for listening to the show every Thursday on iTunes. Email the show at podcast at gmail Pat, anything else you want to throw in there? Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. And the show is ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.